0: We are back again today in the studio and it is time to get the ball rolling. what up we are back again today in the studio happy to be with you guys here uh, once again uh, you know cooking with you guys doing the doing what we gotta do talking some college football now uh, because of the uniqueness of the next few weeks uh, we're going to be releasing our podcast probably on a little bit different days uh, I usually I like to wait till Thursday uh, and it might even be there right now uh, today we're recording on Tuesday uh, probably we'll wait for the lines to come down to 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 record the second half that's just kind of what we've got to do with podcasts right i can record whenever uh i i I like and we really need to uh we really need to to focus in uh it's been crazy uh as those of you guys know I, i do i i mean i'm a student and so uh, you know, we have we have a crazy week of finals and stuff like that. This is kind of my outlet. Uh, well, I guess not finals, but we're preparing for finals. I'm, I'm graduating. So uh, this is kind of my outlet that, that I can do and talk to you guys uh, going forward. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's really easy to recap a week. Uh, like I said, I like to wait till Thursday for the lines to come down a little bit, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have that uh, luxury this week. And then the following week, I'm actually going to be leaving. Uh, well, I guess not. the, the I'll be Leaving, uh, going out of town for Thanksgiving, so uh, probably be doing something really quick or, or something while I am uh, I am away, as you guys you know know fans of the show. Anyway, so I'm really excited to be here with you guys. What another wonderful week of college football, and uh, we're starting to see the the picture kind of start to formulate. Uh, we're finally able to, we're going to be able to look at some things. Uh, I, I feel like I learned a lot during this uh, particular week of college football, so I'm really hoping that... Uh you know, I can I can share some of my thoughts with you guys. First of all, let's go through the scores, the games of the week. Now, one of our games of the week got postponed. Uh, I, I give you my five favorite, but then I also, with my family, we uh, do, you know, we have a pick em type thing, and uh, so I actually substituted it. Uh, it was not on last week's podcast. I actually had the uh, UTSA at Rice. It was now postponed. I don't know when they're going to make that up. Still going to take UTSA. Uh, With the points, uh, you know, I get five points, but eh, regardless, uh, really excited. So number one, we have Florida versus Georgia. It was a neutral side game, right? And Florida rolled. 44-28. Forty-four to twenty-eight. Now, uh, we're going to get into the Clemson Notre Dame game in in a few minutes, but this was a statement game from Florida because they they have lost a game, okay, and they had to come out, they had to beat the the snot out of Georgia because they were good and they needed to prove that they belong with the Alabamas of the world, right? Uh, right now, we're going to be we're going to be deciding. In a few weeks, right? Uh, what is going to be happening uh, going forward with the college football playoff? Now, a lot of you would say, right now, you're probably thinking, okay, well, I want to take, uh, I want to take Alabama, I want to take Clemson because Trevor Lawrence hasn't been playing. Most of you will take Ohio State. Justin Fields is playing out of his mind, and number four, right now, we're taking Notre Dame. Now the question I have is if Alabama goes undefeated, and Florida, or you know, to the title game, and they meet up with Florida and Florida wins, man, that's a compelling case to be able to beat Alabama because Notre Dame, you didn't beat, you didn't beat them you know, with Trevor Lawrence, and it was in double overtime, so this was a statement game. Now, I think Florida, they, you know what, you naturally drop some games. It was a, it's a weird year. You had to go on the road to Texas A&M. I mean, it was a shootout last-second field goal. We're not going to fault you for that. They needed a statement game. Now, we're going to go over the rest of of, uh, Florida's schedule. They have Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, Tennessee, and LSU. They're going to win out. I I don't even... uh, If... I mean, I really like Arkansas. Uh, We'll get to them in a few minutes. But they're they're not... I don't even think anybody's going to be within 20 points of Florida the rest of the way out. Maybe one game. But this is a legit team. And they needed a statement win. And uh, like I said, the loss A and I'm not going to fault you. Uh, I, I allow you one loss, and then after one loss, we're going to kind of write you off into to you know oblivion. And for you BYU fans, and we'll again we'll get into that a little bit later. You're going to be wanting to cheer that Florida loses, and you're going to be wanting to cheer that Clemson either loses again or Notre Dame loses twice. Uh, I definitely be on the phone trying to hook it up, trying to schedule some some you know top level uh, teams. Uh, same same with Coastal Carolina. Same with Liberty, same with Cincinnati, uh, if you guys want to make the college football playoff, you've got to get on the on the horn, because we've got some legit talent, and, and we don't even know if Ohio State will go undefeated, this Indiana team is looking really good, now, uh, granted, I think Michigan was a little overrated, uh, you know, uh, we gotta accept Michigan for who they are right now. They're an eight or nine win team and right now and Indiana's playing like a ten win team. Now I think they're only gonna play eight games and they've got one heck of a schedule. Uh you know, I think they play Ohio State in two weeks and then in three weeks they have, or four weeks they have Wisconsin. I mean like they're they're gonna have some, some serious roadblocks going out. But they've beat Michigan and they've beat uh you know, Penn State they've got my respect. I actually said at the first of the year these were one of my teams that I wanted to watch going forward. I'm going to have to retweet the, or you know tweet that out again so you guys can see the teams that I thought were going to be really interesting to watch. Indiana was one of them. So th- this is where we're going to kind of get into this this complex situation and then we're going to have COVID and and what happens if if Florida goes undefeated and, and then they end up getting more COVID cases or the teams they do and they ended up they end up only playing six games. I mean, crazy things are going to happen. And one thing I've known in, in, in 2020 is don't bet on what usually happens. Bet for things to go absolutely haywire. But it's going to get crazier, I'm, I'm telling you. And Alabama, their schedule, fairly easy on the way out as well. I, I think, I mean, they always uh, kind of struggle against uh, – against, Auburn, and, the, and that's natural, a rivalry game. Uh, this Today it came out that they'll be postponed against LSU, uh, but they got Kentucky, Arv, Auburn, and Arkansas, which I don't think they'll be tested until that title game, which that matchup right now is looking like Florida because AM is out of uh, the other side of the conference. Alabama whooped A&M. and m beat Florida, and we said we'd be able to gauge it. Uh, but right now, I think that Georgia game—they both kind of, you know, laid it down, uh, came out firing. So there you go. Uh, we took Florida minus three, ended up 44 to 28. All right, Iowa-Michigan State. Uh, I t- actually took Michigan State. I thought it was going to be closer. I thought it was going to be within 5-6. Uh, it was supposed to be a touchdown favorite. They actually won 49-7. to uh, Iowa really put it down against Sparty. Sparty, I guess something's wrong with Michigan State because they play really good against Michigan and, and suck the rest of the weeks. Goodness gracious, that was a bad bet. Uh, I had uh, Arizona State plus 10.5. They ended up losing the game on a crazy uh, last like 3 or 4 minutes. 28-27 to USC. USC not really convincing. Uh, if I'm, a, if you're a Utah fan, be worried about uh, Arizona State. USC does not play well. Uh, they're going to have to come up here to Salt Lake. But we never can figure out how to play well against Arizona State. So hopefully we can figure this out. And Utah, they didn't get the game in last week against uh, Arizona. So we're going to have to get a really good gauge what the University of Utah is this coming week when they play UCLA this 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 Saturday I think it's Saturday night uh and then we had FAU versus uh Western Kentucky uh, struggled Willie Taggart against his old team uh, it was 10 to six I took FAU by seven and uh, so I ended up uh, you know having to substitute this UTSA rice game I ended up suffer- substituting the Arkansas Tennessee game uh, I know I should have taken like a, a you know a group of five because I like to, to get a couple group of five games in but once when I saw that it was uh, postponed and we did our family pickup I'm saying you know how I want to stick with Arkansas in Arkansas like I don't think you guys understand and, and maybe it's you know a lot of short term memory and stuff like that but I've been really impressed with this Arkansas team I made fun of the hire again I'm sorry Arkansas fans out there I'm sorry to Sam Pimmons he's got something going and maybe and maybe it's because he has Felipe Franks and that's probably the best quarterback that Arkansas has had in, 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 a, in a while and uh, but he's restoring Arkansas into what a powerhouse is uh, when I was growing up I remember Arkansas being really good I remember Darren McFadden and then I've uh, as I follow a lot of college football you kind of see the the slight digression of uh of these teams I mean I remember when Texas was good they go down now they go back up these kinds of things really are are really unique uh, to college football they've actually made fun of Arkansas I've heard a lot of people kind of poke fun at them that they're like you know of of the blue bloods of college football they're the people with the you know uh, unkempt lawn uh, lots of weeds the the broken water fountain uh, whereas Alabama's a nightly nicely groomed one right in the the Bear Bryant uh, you know giddy up and stuff like that so Arkansas is turning it around. I've bet them now twice. I, I've said, you know what, against AM, and m take them. Uh, they played tough against A&M, ended up covering the spread. And then I knew, I was like, plus two, I think Arkansas is going to win outright. I want to take Arkansas plus the points and ended up getting that one right. So there we go, three and two. It was our first winning week. I think we're really starting to pull things uh, our way. And there's a lot of really good betting lines uh, going forward. Again, I'm going to watch them uh, throughout the week. Uh, it depends on when we get this, the, the second half recorded. Uh, just because I like watching those betting lines. I like waiting until the very last second where I can be like, you know what, no, I'm going to go with... You know, so and so minus you know twelve because it came down from fourteen or or whatever it may be. Actually, that the Arkansas one was a really good example. I think it started out plus seventeen for Arkansas and ended up going down to plus twelve, and then it went back up to fourteen once people started betting that. And I said, you know, take the twelve. They ended up covering by eleven, but you know, the final line closed out at fourteen. So. Really interesting. Again, we're trying to get better at this. Uh, we're trying to integrate this kind of sports betting mentality that a lot of people are are, are kind of taking it. Uh, I know that it's a really big deal uh, around the country, and so we're going to try to get even more specific on our predictions. It's one of the things we decided to do uh, this year. Uh, fun FCS news: The Big Sky. Again, we talked about a little bit about them uh, releasing their schedule and stuff. We'll be able to be uh, at probably three or four games this spring. Uh, Hopefully down on the sideline kind of uh, doing that. So, FCS fans, we haven't forgot about you. We're going to talk straight FCS, but I wanted to give that little plug. Finally, because uh, I'm on the Orange and Blue podcast, uh, you know, you can always check that out, Orange and Blue, if you're a Boise State fan. Uh, this last week, they played against BYU, and I know I've been really hard on BYU. And I said, uh, I believe it was last podcast, that if BYU was able to go up to Boise and win convincingly, I wasn't going to talk bad about them. Now, some things happened throughout the game, and, you know, you're going to say, well, that's football. Uh, You're going to have injuries. uh, You're going to have plays that don't go your way. Sometimes the ball just isn't bouncing your way. Uh, BYU... Played well. Uh, they had to beat Boise convincingly, but again, uh, BYU fans, congratulations! This is the best team probably since 2008. Uh, maybe if you don't run Taysom Hill and he doesn't break uh, whatever his leg or his knee or whatever, maybe uh, just maybe uh, you have a, a, a pretty decent team there. But this has been the best that I've seen BYU play, and against Boise State. Now I understand Boise State fans that you know we were on our third string QB uh, and. You know, I was cheering for Boise State in this game, uh, doing the orange and blue, trying to always, you know, stay true to them and and, and, and talk them up and, and, you know, go Broncos or whatever. But uh, I know that I was a third-string quarterback, but I'm going to say this, as I always do. It is tough, but you are a D1 team, and you are at a blue blood of college football. I mean, you—I mean, Boise State's lost, like, 12 times in the last decade— You've got to be able to plug in those guys. you got to be able to know. Uh, and I know that it's unfortunate. COVID, uh, we don't know what happened with Bachmeyer. We don't know what happened with—well, uh, Sears got a concussion. Threw in this backup quarterback, uh, third stringer. But congratulations to BYU. Now you've got to get on the phone. And, and I'm saying this, BYU fans— uh, don't you don't settle. Now, I've heard rumors that they could be on the phone with Marshall. Marshall's an undefeated team. Now, I don't think the committee, I mean, they're another CUSA team. I don't know how well the committee would look at that and go, well, you, you played Marshall, CUSA. Get on the phone and try to make Cincinnati happen. Get on the phone, call up CCU, Coastal Carolina, call up Liberty. Now, those two play each other, but call them up. Because that means something. Because if Liberty wants the notoriety, I mean, they beat Virginia Tech, but if they want the notoriety, they're going to want to take you down. And vice versa with Coastal Carolina and Marshall. These teams are All of them are pretty decent. It's hard to gauge just because, you know, weird COVID year and stuff. But maybe they're just these breakout teams this year. They did well containing the pandemic at their school. They did well getting their guys focused. It's going to be very, very difficult. Cincinnati, same boat. It's going to be very difficult to put you into the college football playoff. Now, I'm cheering for you. I would love to see a group of five. Now you gotta have the Pac-12 beat each other up. You've gotta have Notre Dame probably lose twice. So you gotta have an upset, and then you gotta see them lose to Clemson, and, and lose to Clemson convincingly when they play them in the in the ACC championship game. That's gotta be a must. And you know you look around and uh, at some of the other teams, Florida you got to have Bama win out. You've got to have Ohio State win out. Because if they lose and, like, Indiana gets a win then loses to Wisconsin, you're not going to be put above them. No one that I just mentioned, Cincinnati, BYU, Coastal Carolina, Liberty, these undefeated teams. We might even start—I mean, I don't think this could happen, but right now we have a couple Mountain West teams. Nevada, uh, get on the horn, start scheduling these games. You've got to figure it out. There's been postponements and stuff like that, and, and, uh, and I understand that you're normally done— first part of December. And Coastal Carolina, you probably don't want to come to Provo when it's snowing in Utah. But if you want to prove something, you've got to do it. You have to do it because crazier things are going to happen. I mean, and then if, if there's a one or two lost team, you know, you know, like a Notre Dame and then we're going to say, "Well, what about Texas or what about Oklahoma State?" I mean, this is going to get very very dicey uh just because we we don't have a metric. I mean, games used to be our metric, right? Uh and then, you know, big time wins versus small time wins or uh you know, you can go and beat this the snot out of Panera bread, but you've got to bring it uh day in day out. Uh, again, that's just my advice. I'm not going to talk bad about BYU unless I see something absolutely ridiculous, then I will say it. Uh, I know that last year I was really hard on BYU, and I know that... uh I know that, you know, our fans, I, I get a little, a lot of crap for that, but credit where credit's due. You beat Boise on the blue. Congratulations. I'm not going to be talking bad about you, and frankly, I want to be cheering for the rest of the group of five, uh, hopefully to get in. You know, let's mix it up. We want chaos. It gives me something to talk about. Alright, so this has been our first half of Get the Ball Rolling. We're going to be taking a break now. Uh, go to our sponsor. After our sponsor uh, will bring you back, we're going to let those betting lines fall down a little bit or come up a little bit, uh, and then we're going to give our five picks, and maybe a bonus pick uh last week it didn't work out uh i had like a bonus bonus pick with the arkansas tennessee game uh hopefully that you know we can we can talk to you about that it was going to be extremely special so be sure to stay tuned Uh, we'll be bringing it in about week 11 and uh maybe even talk a little bit of the with the pandemic with a lot of these cancellations have some thoughts on that so stay tuned after the break let's keep the ball rolling and we are back again today grateful for you guys again the love and the support, like I said in the in the first part of this, uh, because it's a podcast, we can record on different days. Uh, it allows us to watch the betting lines. Uh, it allows us to digest some of the information. It's even allowed me to watch a little bit of Mac football last night, which was insane. Uh, if you haven't seen it, Western Michigan pulls a fast one on Toledo uh, after trailing by, I believe, 10 in the fourth quarter. Absolutely bonkers. They go on to win the game. Good job, Broncos. Anyway, so we're uh, we're going to be breaking it down. Now, again, it's really hard to talk. Uh, we love to talk about everybody. I'll talk about uh, Ball State just as much as I will talk about Alabama on this show. We love it. We know it. We're going to talk about things. Uh, but because of the COVID year, uh, like, for example, you Mac fans, it is really hard to talk about the Mac because you play on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday nights when a lot of these things are going on, when a lot of, uh, you know, when I'm recording and and the betting lines are released different times and it's really hard to talk about the Mac. Uh, we'll definitely we'll talk about them if, if something amazing happens like like just barely. But uh, uh, Mac fans, hang in there with us. We'll get you back when we talk about uh bowl games and stuff like that. Uh, we're definitely going to talk a little bit about the Mac. Uh, like I said, love talking about everybody. Tries to give everybody you know a little a little bit of love. All right. So this last week, uh, we went. To what was it three and two our first winning week and uh, really happy that we were able to get that uh, you know we had a we had a couple of cancellations we had to uh, pull in a couple of games and the other games that I bet that uh, I wasn't as confident on uh, but I did it uh, regardless and uh, these are the games that, that I would bet uh, if I were you guys uh, again I'm not going to tell you uh, where to spend your money. It's it's, it's a complete crapshoot. Sometimes you're on, sometimes you're not. Right? But uh, we try to we try to make it fun. It also makes things a little bit more difficult uh, just because you can – I mean, it's really easy to go through. I could have told you uh, that Arkansas was going to win. I said Arkansas is going to win. And uh, – at least to my family, I didn't say it on on the podcast, but I said it, and they ended up winning. Well, it's really hard to say, you know what, I want to take Florida minus three points, or I'm going to take uh, Michigan State... you know, uh, that is going to be closer than a touchdown. Now, obviously, it turned out that it wasn't, but it still makes it a lot more interesting, a lot more fun, a little bit more interactive with the fans. And uh, a lot of uh, states legalized sports betting. I believe it was two or three in this last uh, election period. So uh, we'll see where, where it goes. But, but anyway, we like to do betting lines makes it a little bit diff- more difficult. And it makes me do my research a little bit harder, because I can guess who's going to win. It's you know, the, the finite print of the minus six and a half or the minus three and a half. All right, so this week we're going to start off with uh, Florida versus Arkansas. Uh, now it's in Gainesville. Uh, Coach Pittman, actually, uh, he's out with COVID. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a Nick Saban thing where he's going to be back on the sideline and he's going to pull a fast one on all of us. Uh, I really like what they're doing. I've actually bet Arkansas twice this year. I've won both times. Uh, I like the Razorbacks. I'm telling you, I don't think they're going to beat Florida, but I think it's going to be closer uh, than 17.5 right now is the line. It's going to be closer than that. Uh, I think that Arkansas is a good team. I think that they've got a decent quarterback. And I think that quarterback, Felipe Franks, he's going to be wanting to uh, show to the world what he can do or or why Florida left or why did he leave, you know? Uh, Arkansas has been an, been an extremely fun team to watch. Uh, kind of a resurgence of that program. I, I'm here for it. Even though I'm an Auburn fan, I'm here for it. I'm here to cheer him on. I want to take Arkansas. Uh, plus 17.5. And, a half. and uh, so... Alabama- or Florida's going to win by uh, 18 points. I think it's going to be closer than that. Be sure to watch that game. It's going to be a lot of fun. The next game up, we have Penn State at Nebraska. And right now, Penn State is favored by a mere three points. And I'm going to be taking Penn State. Penn State is not going to go 0-4. Penn State is not... That, I mean, and if they do, I will, be, I will be completely wrong. But there is too much talent on this Penn State team for them to drop a record like that. Uh, I'm... I mean, no, uh, no offense to, to Nebraska going to to zero and three. I just think that. Penn State is a better team. They played Indiana last, crazy, last second, you know, review didn't go your way. Uh, they played well against Ohio State. It was just Justin Fields is uh, out of this world. And they dropped one against Maryland. I don't think they're going to go 0-4. This is a really talented team. Uh, just a few years removed from being absolutely amazing. Uh, I, I, I have confidence in James Franklin, and uh, I, I don't like... Uh, the Scott Frost hire. I don't think all he's done since he's gone to Nebraska is complain. And it's interesting that the people that are always complaining are the ones that they say that they're not lucky. And the good teams are always the lucky ones. Sometimes I think you got to make your own luck. And even though it's at Nebraska, I'm just not feeling it. I don't, I'm not, I haven't been impressed with this Nebraska team. They played okay the first half against uh, uh, against Ohio State. They got, they lost to uh, Northwestern. Not really a super good game on the road. They're going to come back, and it's going to be the, the Red Sea or whatever, but i want to be taking Penn State. Uh, minus three in this game. I like them. They're not going to go... Uh 0 oh and 4. That's my opinion. All right. Next up, we've got West Virginia University home against TCU. I'm gonna. I am going to i have bet West Virginia once this year, uh, and I regretted it. It was against Kansas State. West Virginia has yet to lose at home this year, and that is the reason why I'm going to take them. Now they had a close game against Baylor. They they beat uh, Kansas State, and I can't remember the uh oh, Texas Tech. They also beat Texas Tech, and uh, I'm gonna be taking them just at home in Morgantown. Uh, I I'm obviously a huge West Virginia fan. For those of you who don't know. Uh, there you go there's your little plug I I love West Virginia I just think they're they're three points better than TCU Uh, I think they're going to end up winning by by a touchdown I think it's going to be close Uh, a lot of points will be scored in this game and it's going to be it's going to be really entertaining be sure to tune into this game it's one of those games where it's like man this is this is like one of those games like uh, you know four or five years ago everyone would be going crazy over now West Virginia and TCU both have taken uh, a little bit of a step back but right now uh, West Virginia is favored by three points I like it. I'm here for it. Go Mountaineers. uh, Minus three points. Next up... I'm going to be taking SMU at Tulsa. I'll be taking SMU. SMU is actually uh, Tulsa's favored by two and a half points. This is an easy bet for me. This is what happens uh, a lot of times in sports media: is we overreact because uh, of of one thing that we see. Now, did SMU get blown out? Uh, you know, got beaten pretty uh, good to Cincinnati. I mean, you could say it. Uh, it was 42 to 13. That was, I mean, and, and they beat Navy, they beat Temple what am I what am I waiting to see for SMU I'm not saying they're they're the best but I think they're a top three team in the American Athletic if not top two I thought UCF and Memphis uh, were going to be better than what they are SMU is proving they're probably the second or third best in that conference now I understand that Tulsa uh, hasn't lost a conference game uh, if I'm not mistaken their only loss has been against uh, Oklahoma State and they've had two games postponed due to COVID but they've beat South Florida, ECU, uh, and they also did get UCF, and it was on the road. That's an impressive win, but the other wins, uh, South Florida and ECU, I don't really know. And and honestly, the ECU game they should have lost had the refs, I mean— uh, reviewed it. It was a really close call. It looked like the guy dropped it. I feel like East Carolina kind of got uh, shafted out of that one. But, uh, and then they didn't play against Navy. It's been two weeks since they've played, uh, since just before Halloween. I think SMU is, is they're 7-1 and one for a reason. They're playing well. They've got the quarterback. They've got the coach. Uh, and there's no other team that they need to be worried about or peek in their head around the schedule, uh, around the corner. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they make up the TCU game that was postponed. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to be taking uh, SMU plus two and a half. So I mean, if it's within one point, uh, then I, I win. I mean, I get almost three points that SMU. That Tulsa has to beat SMU by almost three points, uh, three points. And so I'm going to be taking SMU. I want to flip the other uh, script, kind of uh, like last week with the Georgia Florida game. Florida Georgia was favored by three. Uh, I like that three point spread because it usually means that it's close but no cigar. Uh, and I want to be taking SMU probably by at least. Uh, if I had my if I had my final prediction, and then finally uh, the last game, uh, a team that we've touched on a little bit, but I need to t- t- talk more about is the Coastal Carolina Shanta uh, They've done an, a, a tremendous job. You guys gotta understand uh, that this this uh, Coastal Carolina team, it hasn't been until recently that they uh, I mean they played in the FCS. They've only been I believe this is their fourth or fifth year. year. I want to say it's more their fourth year uh, in the FBS, and they're undefeated right now. They've got wins against Kansas. Which is a big time win. They blew out Arkansas State. They beat Louisiana, which was uh, one of the favorites. Uh, them in Appalachian State uh, to go to the the. Sunbelt Championship. Now, they're playing on the road against Troy, and Troy is a difficult team, uh, but Troy isn't what Troy has been over the last uh, few years. Uh, Troy, this year, is 4-3 and three with losses coming to Georgia Southern, uh, Georgia State, and BYU. Uh, obviously, a close game against Georgia State. I think uh, right now that Coastal Carolina is 11-point favorites by them. I think they beat them by two touchdowns. Uh, they played tremendous against Georgia State, shut them out. They beat down on South Alabama. They beat Georgia Southern by two touchdowns if you remember correctly I actually bet uh, Georgia Southern to win I'm not going to be on the the wrong side of this one I think that Coastal Carolina wins by 11 and like I said look they've got a few games left they got uh you know obviously this week against Troy they're home against App State on the road against Texas State and then home against uh Liberty Liberty's undefeated Coastal Carolina's undefeated Marshall's undefeated and BYU's undefeated i am it would be really interesting and and to to float this idea out. But what about if we had a you know a playoff of four non power conference teams? Obviously, we're gonna get we're gonna see Liberty and Coastal Carolina play. But I think you gotta get on the horn. You gotta call uh, call up Marshall, call up BYU. If I'm Coastal Carolina, I'd be like, you know what, BYU, you even come here you you come uh to, to South Carolina we'll play you uh it it would be a tremendous game i think it'd be really intriguing uh and to really see to really gauge where you know, these programs are out. Marshall's running rampant through the CUSA. Is it because they're really that much better, or is it a COVID year? BYU being tremendous, playing great football right now. Is it because of COVID, or is it because, you know, uh, they're, 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 they're scheduling? Is it because of that, or are they really that good of a team? Same thing with Coastal Carolina, same thing with Liberty. I don't know how to judge it. Now, Liberty, they've beat Syracuse, and they beat Virginia Tech, so they look a little, like, I feel like I know a little bit more about Liberty than what I do the other uh, three teams, and even App State with one loss the loss was against Marshall how do I know that App State isn't better and they ended up they ended up beating Coastal Carolina maybe they should be up there and Marshall's really just that good that much better so those are our bets we're taking Florida or sorry we're taking Arkansas plus 17 we're taking Penn State minus three West Virginia minus three uh, SMU plus two and a half and then Coastal Carolina minus 11 uh, taking uh, three favorites, two underdogs. I'm loving it. I'm excited to, to to break it down for you. Also, I had a prediction on the Orange and Blue podcast. Uh, I know that uh, it, it will be the game will have already played by the time this this uh thing comes out. But I'm also taking Boise State. Uh, for those of you, if there's a postponement of those games, I'm taking Boise State. You can listen to the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, and you can hear me explain what I like. Uh, in uh, in that game and stuff like that, obviously, depending on what what the quarterback situation is uh, for Boise State. All right, this has been another edition of Get the Ball Rolling. It's been super fun to talk to you guys uh, again. Uh, excited to, uh, you know, usher in this next week. We, like, have football throughout the entire, uh, like, the spring—it's going to be so much fun. I love it. I'm excited for it. I'm here for it. And uh, let's continue to watch. Uh, I hope everyone stays safe, stays healthy. COVID's uh, obviously going around. Uh, things are really starting to, to get crazy. You know, spikes all over the place. So stay safe. Um, make sure that you uh, you know continue to listen, rate, subscribe, follow us on Twitter at GetRolling19. Also, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to listen to the Orange and Blue podcast wherever get, you get your podcast as well. Until next week, we're hoping that we go five and zero this week went three and two last week till next time let's keep this ball rolling